Welcome to the MMA 10 Podcast with your host, Enmar AJ. What's happening, everyone? I'm Anmar, and welcome to the MMA 10. Now, I just got done watching an episode of The Ultimate Fighter. Now, this is season 24, Tough 24, and the, the premise of the show this time, if you don't know, is Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. He is the undisputed king at um, Flyweight, which is the 125-pound UFC division, and he's just been dominating that division like no one else. No one's come close to beating him. Uh, there was some arguments for John Dodson, but then they cleared that up in his second match and second fight, I should say. And he's just become there. There's just no one good enough at that weight class to beat him. That that's basically what it comes down to. So what they did is they decided to take every or um, I think it was sixteen different champions from organizations all over uh, of that division, and then have them compete in a tournament to see who will be able to get a title shot against Demetrius Johnson in the UFC, as well as a contract. Now, these are all champions, so generally what's going to happen is most of them, with the exception of few who they don't think are good enough, are going to get UFC contracts. That's out of the question. But the title shot is going to go to the winner of the tournament. Now, it hasn't wrapped up yet. It's still, we're at the quarterfinals as we speak, but I wanted to talk about um, a little bit about what I think of the show and... This is particularly interesting to me because not too long ago, there was a show on MTV called Caged. Now, this was a show following um, low, sort of low-level, uh, amateur, underknown uh, mixed martial artists on their way to the top. And it was uh, it, it's based in Minden, which is, I think, in Louisiana. I'm not entirely sure, but... What would happen is these guys, they would just show you their daily lives as a fighter and the sacrifice they have to make at that low level. And there was a certain episode where Tito Ortiz came in um, and he was sort of uh, talking through, uh, talking with the guys on who they want to bring into the UFC. And of those people was Matt Schnell. Now, Matt Danger Schnell, he stood out to me right right away. This was before any of the talk of the Ultimate Fighter. This was before anything. Matt Matt Danger Schnell, he just had a work ethic that would just it was relentless work ethic, and he had a good humble, you know, a good attitude. He's not always um, not too cocky. No, he's just basically a very um, marketable person, I guess you could say, and. Um, so I find out he's coming to fight on the Ultimate Fighter. And this was great for me because I've been looking for a reason to get interested in the Ultimate Fighter. Apart from, a, I mean, once they stopped with the whole uh, feuding coaches and pranks things, then it just became at a certain point too competitive. And it was a bit of a drag to watch. I would kind of skip the whole talking bit to the fights and watch the fights. and But I was looking for a reason to get right back into it. And this is definitely it. So anyway, I turn on the TV Fox Sports 1, it comes on um, once a week. I'm not entirely sure that might be it. Uh, or you can get it on Fight Pass if, if you want to watch it after the fact. But I, the, the thing that stood out to me the most is these are really good fighters. They're just really good. It's not like we're, it's not a, there's no weeding out process where you're trying to, the first few episodes are getting rid of the bad ones. They're just all good. 
up till now, they've been, I think, six or seven fights, all of which have ended in finishes and convincing good finishes too. So it's been, it's been crazy. Now, the reason I talked about Matt Schnell earlier is because he's on the show and he's making waves. So what's happening with him is he fought his first fight against a uh, someone called Matt Rizzo. It, I think it is. And what happened is that guy's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. All of his fights have been won by a rear naked choke. So he's just a, a monster on the ground. And uh, he, he kept practicing his striking. And Matt Schnell is known as just a fighter. He's just known as someone who can just go in there and win. And that's exactly what he did. He went in there and submitted the Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt and someone they thought was the best or second best behind uh, Jose Aldo's jiu-jitsu coach uh, practitioner basically on the show. So he, he went ahead and finished him with a guillotine, I think it was. So this that's just, to me, stands out. So I want to talk about my predictions, I guess, for the um, remainder of the show, as well as what what's going to happen you know in that in that fight because there's once you get through all these champions you're not done you've got you've still got Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson on top of that there's also Henry Cejudo versus Joseph Benavides which is crazy now about let's get the Joseph Benavides thing and Henry Cejudo out of the way that's going to be the co-main event of the finale and Joseph Benavides fought Mighty Mouse a couple times before he's lost every single time but he's fought him a couple of times Henry Cejudo just recently fought him and got TKO'd, and uh, that was his first loss. He's an Olympic uh, gold medalist, and he's just a freak, might be silver, I'm not sure. He's just a freak athlete and really a huge threat to Demetrius Johnson, but he got finished in the first round. So that's that. When those two fight, from the, the way it seems to me, I'm definitely on Team Cejudo, um, many people might disagree. They might think he's cocky, or whatever. I think he, I think I'm just on Team Cejudo because of that. I think Cejudo, he he he's getting in Joseph Benavidez's head a little too much. He's, the, I mean, every small um, every small you know taunt or whatever that's coming from him gets a huge reaction by Joseph Benavidez. So I think he needs to watch that. So. I'm not, it's too early to tell how that fight can play out, but I, I should, I'm probably going to go ahead and predict uh, Henry Cejudo by either maybe a ground and pound finish or something along those lines, maybe grinds him out to a decision. But, you know, that's not, a, that's not a set thing. Joseph Benavidez is still a, a, a fantastic competitor. So with that out of the way, let's take a look at the main event now. I'm, I think, here's what I think is going to happen. There are, in the quarterfinals, there are um, a couple of good uh, fighters that have come in out like champions. But I think Matt Schnell might win it. Unless he gets caught in a submission, I don't see anyone in the house who's better than him. That's the problem. The, the, there, everyone has their thing. There are knockout artists, there are submission specialists. I don't, I don't see anyone in any uh, aspect of it being better than him. So with that said, unless he does get, uh, I don't think he'll get knocked out. I think he's too experienced to to get put uh, put away, but he might get submitted. That's that's if he ends up facing um, Ronaldo. Um, I forget the second name, but it's Ronaldo, and he's Jose Aldo's Brazilian jiu-jitsu coach. So that says a lot. So if he faces him, I can definitely see him getting tapped out. Right, that's not a problem at all. But apart from that, I don't think there's anyone better than him. 
So let's say he wins that he wins the tournament and and all goes well. I don't see him beating Demetrius Johnson, and here's here's the reason why. Uh, like we said earlier, Matchnell is uh, good at everything, but to beat because Demetrius Johnson is also really good at everything as well. He, I mean, he, he'll submit you, he'll grind you out to a decision, he'll knock you out. He's just, I mean, he finished someone. He finished one of his opponents. At the last second of the fight, so that's four minute, uh, four rounds, four minutes and fifty nine seconds into the fight. That's crazy. One second left, he took his arm and just cranked that thing and got the tap. So he, I mean, he'll just finish you wherever. That's with that said, I think that the only way to beat someone like uh, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson is not to have a fighter who's good at everything. I think the only way to beat him is to have a fighter who's excellent at one thing. And because he handles his range so well, I think the fighter needs to be a bigger, taller, um, more aggressive striker. I, I I don't think someone small can get to him as as easily. We saw that with Dominic Cruz, who handled him. Many people don't know this, but Dominic Cruz beat Demetrius Johnson convincingly a while back. So, you know, we saw that with him. So, with that said, I don't think um, Matt Danger Chanel will be able to capture the gold. I really hope he does. Demetrius Johnson is a fantastic champion, but there just needs to be some level of competition. It's just getting ridiculous at this point how good he is. So uh, I, I do hope that, apart from that, you know, there there's just a whole season of champions. So even if none of them do end up, uh, or even if the winner doesn't end up beating Demetrius Johnson, you've got what, 15 other guys, 15 other champions who are ready to take that shot and potentially win. So that's what makes this season so interesting to me. So to wrap up, I think uh, Matt Danger Schnell is going to beat, uh, win the competition unless, again, um, like we said, unless he gets caught in something. I seriously don't see anyone who, there who's better than him in any way, shape, or form. He tapped out the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu specialist. I'm sure he, he has no problem knocking out whoever else you know, a knockout artist or whatever. And he just handles distance well. He, So I think he's going to pose a really good fight against Demetrius Johnson, but I don't think he's going to beat him. If he does, power to him. But like I said, to, to beat Demetrius Johnson, you don't need someone who's good at everything. You need someone who's fantastic at one area uh, and can focus on that to take the champ out, to take the king out. Anyway, that those were my thoughts. Um... Let me know what you think about this. Tweet me at the MMA 10. I, I want to hear your thoughts on either who you're predicting or, or anything to do with that, to do with the, the ultimate fighter. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm torn on the coaches on who's going to win between those two. We're going to have to see how that plays out. But yeah, Matt, Matt Danger Schnell, if that, that, that kid's crazy talented. You have to, you have to watch him. He's, he's, he's going to go places, even if he doesn't, um, we were talking about the level of talent here. I mean, Alex Moreno or something Moreno. Um, I, I forget his first name. Something Moreno. Brandon Moreno. There we go. He uh, he lost his fight in The Ultimate Fighter. And I don't know how this happened, but he ended up being a late replacement against Louis Smolka. Or Louis Smolka, who's known as one of the best lightweights out there. Or I said lightweight. One of the best um, flyweights out there. So what does Brandon Moreno do? He remember he lost against one of the guys on the Ultimate Fighter show. Then he goes on to the actual UFC card and submits Louis Smolka. That's just crazy. 
so that just goes to show you the level of fighter that there is in that competition. So like I said, even though they, even if they don't end up be, um, the ch even if, you know, they don't end up winning the competition, they can still go on to be really, really, really large threats to Demetrius Johnson. Anyway, guys, that was um, basically it for the MMA 10 this episode. Tweet me. Let me know what you think. Find all links at the MMA10.wordpress.com slash links. And apart from that, I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Don't miss an episode. Find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and now iTunes and Stitcher Radio. For more episode links and information, visit the MMA10podcast.wordpress.com. Wordpress.com. Wordpress.com.